she's a part of Modest Needs, which funds go directly towards whatever that family needs. So it could be rent, it could be a utility bill, something like that. So that way we know that those funds are going directly to help them. Back up a little bit to the the foundation and what it was is like, you know, when my wife and I first met, we didn't have a lot. And this is kind of like our way. We know how scary it can be to be single parents having children and facing the holidays. Like it's crazy. It can be very scary. And and that kind of played in with the whole scary Christmas foundation. And to know that like Christmas can be a scary time if you don't have to give to your family. And so that was another part that stemmed the foundation and what she really wanted to give back. This is episode 181 with Bob Spacey of Superior Pool Solutions. Enjoy! Welcome to your go-to podcast for the pool and spa industry. My name is Tyler Rasmussen. And my name is Greg Diafania. And this is the Pool Chasers Podcast. All right. Thanks for joining us today, Bob. Appreciate you coming on to the podcast today. How are you doing? Good, man. Thanks for having me. Can you introduce yourself to listeners and tell us a little bit more about your company, Superior Pool Solutions? Yeah. Um, my name is Bob Spacey. I'm the owner-operator of Superior Pool Solutions in Glendale, Arizona. Uh, we do full service repairs, tile cleaning. I was real big in tile cleaning for for quite a while. We still do it. Um, and now we're dabbling a little bit in remodeling. Very nice. How'd you kind of get into the industry? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was actually in retail for 23 years. And then I went to work for- 23 years? Yeah. I'm an old man. Uh-huh. <laughs> I worked for Albertsons for 23 years. I was a store manager for them. Okay. And then I went to work for Bass Pro Shops and actually lost my job working at Bass Pro Shops. And my mm. brother was a pool guy. And so um, it's funny because I actually had a diamond ring in my pocket to ask my wife to marry me and I had no job. And I was like, <laughs> well, do or die now. <laughs> so uh, I, I just told her, you know, she said yes. And um, I said, I'm going to do pools. And she just was like, what? are you talking about? And I was like, my brother does it. And, and, and so I just, I went and did a ride along with him. I was like, right on, let's do this. And, and so he was my early mentor in, in the industry and really helped me grow a lot that in YouTube. Yeah. That's awesome, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, people might know you also from your truck talks on Instagram. So how did you kind of get started with doing those? Yeah. Truck talks was a whole new beast for me. I, I was kind of at that point where I was a single polar and I didn't know how to grow my business. And, um, you know, my wife's kind of the brains behind everything. And she's like, you need to do videos. And I was scared to death of videos. And it kind of, it kind of stemmed from being scared and just jumping in and doing it. And I wanted the other pool guys out there to relate to me and to know that like, you guys aren't alone. I'm dealing with the same things every day that you are. Yeah. It's 115 degrees. We got 20 stops we got to do today. And it was my way of trying to communicate with other pool guys and know, Hey man, we're all in this together. And it just kind of grew from there. Yeah, man. I remember seeing you at the Western show and from that point to, to where you got the truck talks, it was cool to see a lot of that transition and where you were just learning a lot and then started to, you know, take on that little bit more of that mentor role. Um, you know, a lot of people are scared to do that. You know, it's, it's a little scary for anyone that, you know, put yourself out there like that, especially video. We were just talking earlier, Mm -hmm. how much (laughs) editing video takes. And, um, you know, it's pretty cool to see that transition and just, you build that community from that. Yeah. The, the mentoring aspect of it was something that I really didn't expect to happen. Um, I got into tile cleaning. Um, basically I had reached out to a couple guys in the East Valley, Chris Love and Ryan Lunsford. 
about getting into tile cleaning and Ryan put me in touch with Chris Love and said, this is your man. And I went and did a ride along with him. And I just remember how valuable it was for him to take that time. I thought, you know, if I ever get to the point, I want to be able to do the same thing for other guys. And I've had people come from Texas, California, um, you know, all over in Arizona. I've had a lot of different guys out there that have come and shot tile with me. And it's just crazy how, you know, you build this relationship. I mean, I know all the big boys in California that are shooting tile and mm-hmm. I talk to them and, you know, because of them, I am where I am today. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's really cool. I, I love that you took, you know, your Instagram and built that community and you built business for yourself. You know what I mean? It's, you, you had just your pool route and then you started the tiles. And I remember you just took off because you started to share knowledge with other people and be open book. Like you said, just, you know, giving back to people and explaining, Hey, I don't, I don't know everything, right. I'm still learning, but I'm willing to kind of share with you what I know. And if you want to come right along, I remember, I love seeing the videos of you with like other dudes that you just met or, you know, brought, brought out here to mm-hmm. do it. And, um, you know, it's, it's cool that you, you basically built that whole side of your business based off of that Instagram relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And I never in a million years, like it doubled my business and mm-hmm. tripled. And I would have never thought like, you know, Instagram could do that. I mean, now TikTok, like TikTok's just a whole nother beast that I haven't even gotten into. And I know some guys out there that are just slaying it off of TikTok. Yeah. I mean, if you use the media platform properly and you just stay humble with it and just put your nose down and grind, it's amazing what it will do for you. Mm-hmm. For sure. And we always talk about, you know, if you give people value and you bring value to people, that's what we've done with the podcast. We feel, you know, we're just trying to continually giving knowledge and sharing what we what we know and sharing what others people know and when you do that i feel like you open yourself to these relationships and you know these people are more open to talking to you and learning from you and this kind of gets built where that old pool guy mentality of i don't want to share my knowledge or you know i don't want to help you just goes away and it's so crazy to see how much you can do with just you know being able to bring people value yeah for sure and i think a lot of people are afraid you know if I tell everybody how to do this, then I'm going to be out of a job. It's not the case. If anything, you're going to grow your business. Yeah. Cause most you of the know? time <laughs> they find out how hard it is or how difficult yeah. it is and see how good you do it. And like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's cool, but here you want, you want my business. <laughs> yeah. You, you want to come beside me for a day and see what it's really like. Like some of those guys that come out from California, like Lucas and, and stuff have come out and they're uh-huh. like, he's like, dude, I had no idea. And I did a pool for another guy and I took him on like, it was for Kane and we, I think it was 300 yards just to get to the pool through the desert, hauling all of the, the talk. I was like, Oh man, this is a good one to teach him. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it was yeah, a yeah. massive pool. <laughs> nice. So. You got a helper that day though. That's cool. Oh yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nice. Um, so kind of brought you on here today to talk about, you know, your charity here and your foundation, I should say. And, you know, we're always looking for companies that are giving back to the community and we came across the scary Christmas house last year. Um, I just think what you're doing is really cool with it. We thought, you know, this time of year people are in need and thought we'd share the story and kind of see if we can help with the cause. So can you share a little bit about how that started kind of back in 2016? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, scary Christmas house really started from a trip to Disneyland. Um, Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We always did a really big like Halloween display and a big Christmas display, but it's a lot of work, you know I mean? On my own business, I'd put the display up, 
you know, after work, I mean, crazy hours of just doing it. So I'd put Halloween up, take it down, put Christmas up. And my wife had always wanted to do Nightmare for Christmas. I'd never even seen the movie before 2016. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So she took me to Disneyland and we went through the haunted mansion and I was just in awe with mm-hmm. what I was looking at and I was captivated by it. And I told her, I said, I, I can, I can do this. And she's like, you can't even draw. Like, I, I can draw. And she had no idea that I could, I can draw, you know, mm-hmm. and I can build stuff. And, and I started with something small and, you know, building different things. And then it just kind of grew like the first couple of years, we'd do small pieces and do more lights. And, and my daughter was a huge part of that as well. And it was a really cool way for my daughter and I, um, cause we're a blended family. So, um, it was a way for her and I to bond and cause she's, a, mm-hmm. she's an artist and one of my other sons is an artist as well. So her and I would work on pieces together. I would draw them, I'd build them and she'd paint some of them and, and, uh, in my tree in the front right now, we have, I think there's eight big drawings that she did that I have in the tree. So it, it really kind of helped pull the family together and, and give us uh, some common ground, which is sometimes difficult with a father and a daughter. Yeah, for sure. Especially blended families and you're always yeah. looking for those, those ways to connect. That's, that's really awesome. Yeah. It was super um, cool. Yeah, for sure. How long does it take you to kind of set everything up every year? Oh man. I'm going to get some shirts made because when I'm out front, <laughs> I'm going to have like five bullet points of all the questions I get asked. So oh, I'm sure that's me. probably one of them. <laughs> uh-huh. That's the first one. How long does this take? Yeah. But I spend about six weeks putting it together. So I kind of put all my main pieces out for Halloween. Mm. And then from once Halloween's over, I'll spend um, right, right at three weeks from November 1st till usually like the 24th, somewhere in there to get ready for uh, the Christmas season. Okay. Yeah. So about six weeks is a, is a lot of work and that's after work. So sometimes I'm out there till midnight, one o'clock at night on the roof, hanging lights. People think I'm crazy. <laughs> yeah. What's the, what, how your neighbors feel about it? I'm, I'm really lucky cause my neighbors love it. You know, yeah. and that was one of the other things I always liked lights, you know, Christmas vacation was the, the movie for me that I was like, man, oh, I yeah. want my house like that, like nice. that guy, I want to be that guy. <laughs> But I always like those neighborhoods, you know, like Moon Valley, where they have all those houses where they're all lit up. And now you come, like we used to be the only house that would put lights up. And now I would say there's probably 20 more houses on my street that, that have lights up and they put a big giant star up this year. And, and we all sit out front and we'll have fire pits on the weekends. We'll do free hot chocolate and, and just everyone's just together. And I think in these times right now, it's super important. Yeah, absolutely. So. You guys have been like all over the news, different channels, different magazines. How's that kind of been? Oh man, it's crazy. Yeah. Last year we, uh, I did a 15 minute spot with Fox 10. I've been on channel three, 12, 15. Um, we've been in the new times, Arizona central and, and a lot of different places. And we have some other really cool stuff happening hopefully next year. So I have to stay tuned for that. Yeah. That's cool, man. It's cool to see yeah. kind of that, that exposure and especially with now what you've kind of turned it into, which is a foundation. So we're going to take a quick break. When we get back, Bob shares how the house that was once a fun project has turned into a foundation that is helping families through the holiday seasons. Hey, pool pros. My name is Bryce Sorine. And I'm Zach Singer. And we're with Beyond Pool Cleaning here in Scottsdale, Arizona. And we're here with your skimmer tip of the week. Now that it's cooling off and phones aren't ringing nonstop, you can start to game plan for next year. Consider spending some time updating all of your customer information, equipment, and photos. Remember when we did that for our business? Oh yeah, the time savings were great. 
no more checking the horsepower on pumps or double checking the filter size for new grids when it's over 100 degrees outside. So much easier to have all the info at your fingertips. So as you're going about your route this week, spend a few minutes per stop to update your customer photos and equipment in Skimmer. We always try to get a photo of the labels, the pool, and the equipment from a few feet away. Then you'll see the equipment section right underneath the recent activity. Having everything entered into that is a huge time saver, especially when a customer calls with a question. Plus, it integrates with the Skimmer shopping list, so you aren't wondering what pump basket or O-ring you need later when you're at distribution. Absolutely. And you can even tag the single speed versus variable speed pump customers and send out an upgrade email with energy-saving tips and recommendations. That's just another way Skimmer saves us time during that busy season. To find out more, check out episodes 138 and 154 of the podcast, or go to GetSkimmer.com forward slash pool chasers. That's GetSkimmer.com forward slash pool chasers. Tell us more about how that happened. Yeah, so the Scary Christmas Foundation, um, I was kind of my wife's um, doing there. What was happening was when my display started to get big and it started to really like take notice, people wanted to give because they appreciated what they what we were doing for them. It was starting to become tradition where I have people that I've been I've seen two years now, three years now, four years now. I have people that have been here for six years coming to the house, and it's a tradition. They come to the house. This is one of the houses. And they wanted to give back because they appreciate so much. But, you know, we're fortunate. We've been very successful in our business. So we we tried to find a way to where we could give back to the community. So last year, what happened was we started the Scary Christmas Foundation about a week and a half before Christmas. And it was December 20th. And um, we did really well. And we were able to um, provide some stuff for some families in need. And it's just, it's just been... Um, a really cool experience. I mean, it's humbling. It's super humbling. I can't even explain to you. I had a little girl come up to me last year when I was standing across the street, we had a fire pit going and she re- was pushed over in a wheelchair and she just told me how much she appreciated what I did for her and how happy it made her. And I was like, dude, that's it. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to do this as long as I can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was pretty, it, it was a lot, it was a lot to take in. So yeah, but man, it was those, awesome. Those moments are, are invaluable, you know, and you, you realize how much you're helping somebody and it's just the little things too, you know, you know, Halloween, Christmas, you know, people might not think of that, but you know, it's a pretty cool just concept of just letting people enjoy something that they can just come and be a kid again per se or something, you know, just see all yeah. that, go back to the days when they watch that movie and see all the stuff that's going on. So it's cool. For sure. Yeah. yeah. We added this year a snow. Well, I've had the snow machine for a while, but I added a bubble machine and it's uh-huh. so funny watching like grown men because the bubbles that i have are <laughs> fog filled bubbles and you just oh. see them like when the machine goes up they're just out there like popping the bubbles like like they're 10 again it's, <laughs> it's so funny watching that but oh that's super cool man fog filled yeah. bubbles that's awesome yeah. and they're scented <laughs> are they <laughs> yeah like a sugar cookie candy cane <laughs> oh that's awesome <laughs> yeah for sure it's fun. <laughs> so what are you doing with the the money you're receiving so like for the first part of the year, we tried to raise uh, enough money to donate um, 100 turkeys. We fell a little bit short on that, but we still were able to donate. I think it was like 65 turkeys she donated. We're, she's a part of Modest Needs, which funds go directly towards whatever that family needs. So it could be rent. It could be a utility bill, something like that. So that way we know that those funds are going directly to help them. Back up a little bit to the the foundation and what it was is like, you know, when my wife and I first met, we didn't have a lot. 
And this is kind of like our way. We know how scary it can be to be single parents, having children and facing the holidays. Like mm. it's crazy. It can be very scary. And and that kind of played in with the whole scary Christmas foundation. And to know that like Christmas can be a scary time if you don't have to give to your family. And so that was another part that stemmed the foundation and what she really wanted to give back. Yeah, that's, that's incredible, man. I, I mm-hmm. love the story and I love that you guys come from that moment to being able to help people. And I think that's what it's all about, you know, and you start to be successful. You've been in those times before and you can really kind of give some people, you know, lift up. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's what we did during the Christmas because we didn't have much to give to our kids. And so we would pile them. I had a Jeep at the time and we would pile them in the Jeep and we'd go drive around and look at houses because it was something that we could do that was cheap. It was, it was free. It would cost gas mm-hmm. and some hot chocolate along the way or something. So right. it was a good time. And you know, it's funny because my kids, you know, they're grown now, but that's some of the fondest times that they remember. So. Yeah, for sure. Sometimes the simple things just make such a huge difference. You know, we all, we get caught up in the whole thing, but you know, the little moments I think is what most people remember. I know it's what I remember about my, you know, childhoods, just the little things. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So you, you kind of doubled then what you did last year, right? With the turkeys and you, you're, you're still raising money now for. for yeah. December. So last year we did about $2,500 and okay. I, I matched that superior pool solutions matched that donation. So, That's right. and thank you also, by the way, you, you donated. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so we were able to do quite a bit, um, especially for such a short time, you know, that, that we had, and we've been going since October, I think 21st we opened. So okay. we shut down for like two weeks for me to transition from Halloween to Christmas this year. But, um, yeah, we've been hitting it pretty hard. Yeah, that's awesome. So what, what's it going towards now for the Christmas time? So for Christmas time, we basically, um, we, we do a lot for modest needs. Um, we've, we've found some families that through social media that have reached out that people have reached out and said, Hey, I know you have the foundation. I I have friends that could use it. Um, so that's where a lot of our funds went to last year were people that would, you know, in our community, we want to give back to our community. You know, we're a Glendale company. We're local. I want to try to, you know, support people here because this is where my business is, is where I live. And this is where most of the people are coming. I mean, even though we do have people coming, like I've had people come from Payson, I've had people come from from Chandler and way out there. So it's super cool Buckeye and stuff. It's like, you guys drove all the way out here just to look at this house. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool though. Yeah, for sure, man. I love it. So what's yeah. the goal now? So goal part? this year, well, we did 2,500 last year. And then, like I said, superior pool solutions matched it. So our goal this year is 10. We'd like to do $10,000. And okay. the, the goal for that is not just to, uh, be able to support and help families for Christmas, but we also like to carry this foundation through the regular year, like back to school. This is a super, you know, it's a, that's another stressful time for families. I was working with another gentleman who, um, was working with his company that is thinking about, uh, donating a bunch of backpacks. So we're hoping that we can carry this on. It's not just Christmas every, you know, it's scary all the time. I mean, for a single family going through, you know, I mean, especially with these times, I just want to be able to reach out and help people and, and, and do the best we can. And we're a 501c3 company now, which took a long time to, to get done, but you know, so it's tax deductible. And, mm-hmm. and so we're trying to do everything the right way and, and help people along the way. Yeah. Love it, man. So how much more do you have to hit your goal? We can try to get people to help you out. Yeah. We're probably halfway. 
Okay. We're probably halfway. The biggest thing for us, uh, the biggest challenge that we have is because right now, all we have is my display. We have the display. That's, that's our fun generator. I go out there, I talk to people and they come and if they want to donate, they can, I don't ask them to, you can come, it's free and just have a good time and create memories. I, I don't, that's fine too. You know, I, what I was going to say, I, we're weather dependent. You know, if we, if we have a big storm coming through or whatnot, like we lose a whole night of donations. So that's going to be a little challenging because we're expecting weather on the 23rd and the 24th, I think next week, this is usually a really big weekend for us coming up. So we're going full in, we're going to be out front and, uh, we're getting all the neighbors involved so that we can, we can kind of control traffic and, you know, hopefully people have a great time. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, Greg and I really discussed it and we wanted to bring light to what you're doing, see if we can help out. Cause again, we just love that we can give back to the community in this way. And I think more pool companies should do that. You know, everybody should get involved where they can to help people out during these times, especially, you know, people, if we're, we're blessed with certain things, we should, you know, sometimes, you know, pay that forward. Um, but hopefully with the platform we have, people listening to this will take a look at what you're doing and donate and hopefully we can help you hit your goal. I think we can. So we'll push to do that. You know, poultry Chasers community asking you to kind of help Bob out here with the foundation. So if you can, please do it. We'll link everything to the, you know, in the podcast notes and the website and where you can donate and all that. So, um, if you don't mind, where's the address and kind of what are the hours for people to come by? Yeah, so the address is 4431 West Escuda Drive, Glendale, Arizona. It's 85308. And our hours are Sunday through Thursday. We're 6 to 10. And Friday and Saturday, we go 6 to 11 or until it dies down. So we've, I've been out there until 1230, 1 o'clock at night before. So um, it's going to be a busy weekend. <laughs> just, yeah. just how it goes, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's just part of it. And it's a lot of work, man. It's like I get done with work and I spend an hour every night like getting ready to set up and everything. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, man. It's pretty cool. So um, they can donate on the website. How how else? You got a QR code and stuff? For Yeah, yeah. On our website, scarychristmashouse.com, we have uh, QR codes for uh, Venmo and Cash App. And you could also Zelle to um, my number on there for Superior Pool Solutions as well. Cool. And what's your Instagram handles? Instagram is Scary Christmas House. Um, TikTok is Scary Christmas House. And Facebook is Scary Christmas House Glendale in Glendale or something. I think that's what it is in Glendale. It's the only one that's going to pop up. Yeah. yeah I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I searched earlier and it was like all over every yeah. piece of Google. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what's your um, superior Instagram? Uh, superior Pool Solutions. We'll link to it. But yeah, you should check out the Chalk Talks too. They're pretty cool. I and mean, I love, love what you're doing with that. Love what you're giving back, man. Like I said before, saw you the Western show, you know, you were gung ho on, you know, being the best one puller out there and you, you've done, you know, multiplied that by, you know, multitudes and just giving back. So thanks so much for all you do, man. Of course, man. Thank you for having me on here. I appreciate you guys. Hey, pool chasers. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the episode. To connect with today's guests, including pictures, links, and resources from everything discussed today, you can visit the episode page at poolchasers.com or click the links below. To connect more with us, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter by searching at poolchasers. If you would like to support the podcast, the easiest and most effective way is to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube, as well as share the show or your favorite episode with a friend or on social media. Also, you can get early access to each episode by supporting us through Patreon.
We know your time is valuable. So thank you for sharing some of yours with us today. See you out there, pool chasers. chasers.